0: all right my brothers and my sisters you're tuned into the the true light podcast with yours truly brother jason j Rembert. if you love what you're hearing please subscribe to our website jason Com. we look very forward to hearing from you you can also connect with us on facebook facebook facebook.com forward slash brother rembert facebook.com forward slash brother rembert also twitter at brother rembert we look forward to hearing from you stay tuned we got so many much good topics and we're going to be touching on, we pray God continue to richly bless you, in Jesus' name. What's up, family? What's up? What's up? This is your truly brother, Jason Griffin, here with the true Light podcast. God excuse me, little frog and broke. We're going to be talking about a few issues on today, you know what I'm saying? Going on with some good topics, we're going to be talking about the goodness of the Lord and implementing everyday life skills. We're going to talk a little bit of sports. We're going to talk a little bit of everything. So y'all just sit back, relax, and enjoy the show because we got something real good in store. Alright, everybody, welcome to the True Life Podcast Evening Edition, this is yours truly brother Jason J. Remember, man, this is the kickoff segment of the show, we're getting ready to talk about the first topic of the day, and the topic I want to talk about is New Year's Resolutions. That's right, you heard it, New Year's resolution. Everybody pretty much around this time, around the beginning of the year, around Christmas time, I say, Brother, where, yeah, I said by Christmas time, around um, December 15th or uh, toward December 31st, everybody's doing some type of New Year's resolution. Now, whether or not we keep the resolution it is, that's a whole different story. But I kind of did a study. I kind of, I, mean, I didn't do a study, but I kind of read a study about people doing New Year's resolution, and it was man, it was kind of eye opening you know? Uh, it said out of 100 people that do a New Year's resolution, only two of them. Is really gonna keep the resolution so it's like man what is really going on y'all so when you when I did this as I was reading the study it said the number one resolution everybody does is what losing weight how come we don't really keep this resolution I have a hypothesis I got an opinion and my opinion is this it's hard to cold turkey something when you're in a habit of doing something else what I mean by it is if you do something more than 30 days, it becomes a habit, right? So with that being said, when we are eating Thanksgiving and then eating Christmas, and then on the 31st of December, we eat, ate a slap of ribs, or we eat, ate a chocolate cake, or whatever, with all these calories and stuff, then we turn right around and say, well, I'm going to lose weight on January the 1st and start eating a salad. Our body hasn't had time to adjust to it. Like, I can't speak to nobody for me. I'm a big man. You know what I'm saying? I love food. I ain't gonna lie. Did I make a New Year's resolution to lose weight? No, I did not. For the simple fact is I don't make promises that I don't intend to keep. (laughs) For real. And I'm not gonna keep that promise, man. I do know that I do need to lose weight. I know that having too much weight is unhealthy for you. But, man, that food is just so good. And to be honest with you, unless God tells me to go on a fast, I'm eating. You know? Now i do plan on losing weight but i didn't i'm not planning on losing weight because it's a resolution i'm planning on losing weight just because i want to be healthy i think if we make our resolutions a lot more believable and obtainable then it can be done i'm not saying that losing weight is unobtainable because it is i just think that you have to you can't just cold turkey it because it don't work like an on and off switch now some of y'all may be like that it may some of y'all may have that type of power you know more power to you god bless you but you know god did not endow me with that type of power where i can just say no to a hamburger like that so you know i have to if, if you like me and about i say about 90 percent other americans you gotta ease your way into it so like if you was to start working out december 1st so when january 1st come you can say yeah i'm gonna lose weight this year because you're already in the habit of doing that so don't set yourself up for failure y'all i ain't gonna set myself up for failure. You know what I'm saying? But but I don't want y'all to set yourself up. But you know what guys, this is what I want y'all to do. I want y'all to call into the show. Let me know what you think. I wanna know what your resolution is. I wanna know uh how you how you're going with your resolution and what's your plan to to keep it going so you can finish the end the end of the year strong. You know what I'm saying? It's 2018, it's a new beginning, it's a new year. Let's finish strong. It ain't about how you start guys, it's about how you finish. Keep it locked right here to the True Life Podcast with your truly, Brother remember We're getting ready to get started with the second segment of the show but in, but before then we got some good music that I want y'all to hear. Y'all be blessed man. Alright guys, we're back, we're back, we're back right here at the True Life Podcast. This is your truly Brother Jason. J as in Joshua Rembert. Man, look, I want to thank everybody that's tuning in, that's letting me know how much they enjoy the show. All your call ins, all your listenings, you know, lend me your ears, brothers and sisters. Man, look, the first thing I want to tell you is that Jesus loves you. I love you too. And I want you to be blessed in Jesus' name. All right? Welcome to the part two segment of the show. We're talking about sports, y'all. You know what I'm saying? We're going to touch on the Cavaliers and the Warriors. We're going to touch on the NFL playoffs, man. I want to know what y'all got to think about it. first thing I got to know is, can anybody beat the Golden State Warriors, y'all? I'm not a fan of the Warriors. I ain't going to lie. I'm not a fan. I think it's real unfair the way the sport is doing. Because basically, it's like the finals is coming down to two teams. Cavs or the Warriors? Ah, I can't. I take that back. I can't even say the Cavs, y'all, because the Celtics are doing their thing. I think the worst thing the Cavs could have ever done was let Kyrie walk out of that building, because Kyrie is showing his worth right now, and that young man is balling out of his mind. So Kyrie, I see you, brother. Keep it going, man. But uh, last night. The uh the Cavaliers and the uh and and the Warriors played last night, man. And LeBron James, you know, you can't say too much. What can you say about it, man? Man, the man is the king. You know, he put up thirty over thirty-two points last night, man, and really balled out. But it still wasn't enough. Even with Isaiah Thomas on the floor, y'all, it still wasn't enough. Just too much firepower for the for, for the Warriors. To be honest with you, I think that uh the Cavs kind of tipped their hand. They showed. They been his hand already, and now it's a psychological thing because if they do play the Warriors in the finals, then it's really gonna be can we beat them because we done played against them with our with our number one offense, everybody together, and they still stumped the mud hole next. So it's like man, it's like deadly uh, a poison. You gotta pick your poison because right now you can't nobody guard a uh, uh, KD. Durant is a beast, man. Nobody can guard that man. And then if you double team him, then either Klay Thompson is gonna be free on the perimeter, or or uh, or uh, Steph Curry can get to the can get to the rim. He can finish at the rim with a layup, or he's shooting that three, or he's shooting that sick jump shot that he got. And you try to uh, get the Splash Brothers on the raps, then you got Draymond. So you know it's a four headed monster in Golden State. So it's like you know it is what it is. You can only do so much, you know, and I don't think Cleveland is ready. I don't think Cleveland is the team to beat them, man. So I think that it's going to be a back-to-back championship here for the Warriors. I hate to say that, but it looks like it's heading that way. All right, guys, so we're going to move on a little bit further. We're going to talk about the NFL playoffs, man. Look, I'm living here in Jacksonville, Florida, so I, I am a little biased. You know, I do have on my Jaguars hat, you know what I'm saying? Duval! We up in that thing, man. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I really believe that uh, we got a good shot against New England, man. I really do. I think that uh, our front four can get pressure on Tom Brady without having to blitz, uh, without having to blitz a cornerback or blitz a linebacker. I think our cornerbacks are locked down. Brandon Cooks. You know, we. I think AJ Bouye is going to do a good job on him. I think Jalen Ramsey can hold his own one on one with Gronk. You know, if they put Gronk out wide one thing about as great as Tom Brady is he is the greatest of all time I ain't gonna lie you know it pains me to say that but I ain't gonna lie he is the greatest of all time but if you can put pressure on him if you look back at uh, a few years ago when he played the Denver Broncos in Denver in the AFC Championship game and the Denver Broncos were putting pressure on him he did not do well y'all so I'm telling you if the Jags get pressure on Tom Brady and keep pressure on him keep knocking him down get some sacks on him they are going, they have a real good shot at beating New England. So my pick is I'm going with the Jags over New England. I'm going to go to score with uh 17 to 21. I'm going to go 17-21 in favor of the Jags in New England. They do the impossible. Uh, on the NLC tip, we got Minnesota versus Philly. It really ain't much to say. I'm going with Minnesota. That defense in Minnesota is the beast. And Philadelphia is without parcel. They're not the same offense. I'm sorry. They're just not the same offense without possible. So I'ma go Minnesota over Philadelphia 21-14. <laughs> Alright, 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 alright guys, we are back, we are back with the third segment, we're going to have some news updates for you, uh, and let you know what's currently going on in the news, alright, uh, once again, President Donald Trump does it again, uh, he's in the news uh, headlines right now, uh, it's, uh, I'm not sure if you guys have heard, but unfortunately, he has made some... Uh, explicit remarks about refugees coming out of haiti and different african uh, countries are kind of like on the similar lines of that he did uh with the mexican uh comment the pocahontas comment things of that nature i really can't repeat what he said because it's very explicit but they are racially insensitive and it has caused an uproar now Some of y'all that are watching this are, I'm sure, are supporters of Donald Trump. I am not a supporter of Donald Trump, but because the word says we must pray for them that are in leadership positions, I do pray for him, and I do reverence and respect the office of the President of the United States. Now, you got to remember, this podcast is a Christian podcast, so I'm not just going to keep it political. I'm going to tie it in with the word of God. Now, um... If you look at it, a lot of what President Trump is doing is kind of feeding into what the scriptures say. They'll talk about in the end time. You're going to have wars and rumors of wars. You're going to have nation against nation. Well, if you look at the North Korean conflict, they're talking about uh, CNN, MSNBC, Fox News, different ones, are talking about a possible nuclear uh, collision course with North Korea. Well, Jesus said these things got to take place. He said these things were going to happen. It was going to be wars and rumors of wars, nation against nation, kingdom against kingdom. And this, that, and the third, racism now is at an all-time high. And we can't just put our mouths bad about Donald Trump. I'm not going to just down Donald Trump. We got to pray for him, and we got to pray for this administration. Because I'm telling y'all, this tax bill law that they're getting pass guys, is going to do away with a lot of our... um. Uh, government assistance a sense, it's going to do it with your section eight it's going to do it with your hood your meals on wheels and different things so now you really got to pray and get a hold to god and ask god to increase your faith to believe him because you're not going to be able to depend on this government guys just point simple and plain you're not going to be able to depend upon this government you got to depend on christ and we can't throw stones at donald trump because guess what whatever is happening is because god is allowing it to happen And what he's doing, really, he's forcing people to pray. He's forcing people to get a hold of God. So if you kind of look at it on the flip side, it's a good thing that all this is happening. It's bad, but it's good. It's bad in the natural sense, but in the spiritual sense, it's really good because it's forcing us to get on our knees, get a hold of God and have faith in his word. Now, you can't look at Donald Trump like he just, you know, just the devil. I refuse to say that because the Bible said, we ought to love our enemies, pray for them that, that despitefully use us, you know, and things of that nature so i have to love him it's not like i have to love him like oh i gotta love donald trump no i really love this man i'm praying god help this man i'm praying god guide this man because you got to lead a whole country and right now the way this country is going is is bad man and i'm not just blaming donald trump because guess what president obama wasn't the best president either he he did things that i don't agree with same-sex marriage and things of that nature that goes against the word of God. There's a lot of things President Obama said that went against the word of God, and I don't agree with it, but you know what? I still have to pray for him, just like I'm praying for Donald Trump, and I'm praying God will be done concerning this administration, because right now, the whole world is on is sitting on on off ease because of this, so guys, we have, as Christians, we have a duty, a right, to get before God ask God Lord lead this man help this man help his administration so we can live a quiet and peaceable life you know what I'm saying so let's keep this man up in prayer let's ask God to guide this man Holy Ghost in Jesus name Lord go before President Trump guide him guide his administration help them to make the right decisions Lord Lord remove every evil spirit God that wants to influence him Lord in the name of Jesus let your will be done concerning this administration in Jesus' name, amen. Guys, we're getting ready to end the show. We're getting ready to have our thought for the day, our word for the day. But before then, I'm going to take a quick break and we'll get right back with you, all right? God bless you guys. Hey, guys, this is uh, Brother Remember, We're back again uh, with the word for the day. We're getting ready to sign off, but I wanted to talk to you all about loving your enemies. Jesus spoke in the Sermon on the Mount, he said, We ought to love our enemies, do good to them that hate us, and pray for them that despitefully use us. Now I know this don't go that this goes against all uh, logical thinking. Why should I love my enemy? Why should I help somebody that's trying to hurt me? But if you think about it truly, if you can love under pressure and love someone that's doing you evil and render good for their evil. Jesus said, great will your reward be in heaven. We're always talking about, I want to be like Jesus. I want to walk like Jesus. I want to act like Jesus. But in order to do that, this is what he done. I'm not saying that it's easy. I'm not saying that you're going to be able to do it overnight. But what I am saying is, if we're going to live holy before God, we got to be willing to love our enemies. Because what's the point of only loving them that love you? If it was check this out y'all if it wasn't for Delilah as many people talk about Delilah think about the story of Samson and Delilah many people want to say Delilah was a, a low down dirty dog because of what she did to Samson but if it wasn't for Delilah portraying Samson Samson would have never went to the prison and he would have never got between the pillars and he never would have killed all the Philistines and delivered the children of Israel you gotta love your enemies man if it wasn't for Judas, Jesus would have never got betrayed, would have never went to the cross, would have never died, and we wouldn't be saved. So you gotta love your enemies. Why? Because your enemies are your promotion. Your enemy is gonna take you where you need to go in this life. Love your enemies. Don't render evil for evil. But when they talk about you, why don't you love them? When the, when you, when somebody, when a coworker or a so-called or a frenemy or or a loved one do you dirty? Why don't you do them good? Buy them some groceries, put gas in their car, buy them a a wallet, buy them a purse, buy them some shoes, buy the kids some clothes. Do something to show the love of God in that situation. Because when you do that, man, you cannot fathom the type of blessings that will come your way. If you want to be blessed and stay blessed, love your enemies, do good to them that hate you. I want you to do something for you guys. Practice loving somebody. Practice doing good to somebody that has done you wrong. Forgive them. Because if they really knew what they were doing in your life, then you will be, if you really had a clue what your enemy was doing for you, you will be thanking them. You will be treating your enemy like they are your best friend. Because your enemy is going to do more for you than your best friend can ever do for you. Your enemy is your Mercedes-Benz. Your enemy is your Rolls Royce. Your enemy is your G5 leader they They're getting ready to take you somewhere in God that you never thought was possible. How do I love my enemies? I'm glad you you asked that question. You love your enemy. You can only love your enemies through the power of the Holy Ghost. Because if you try to do it within yourself, you're not going to be able to do it. The Holy Ghost is no more than God in the spirit form living inside. So when you obtain God's love, and you begin to see your trial the way that God sees your trial, when you begin to see your purpose the way God sees your purpose, then you'll see that enemies are needful because they're going to get you to the next level. They're going to get you to the next phase. I hope you enjoyed the show on this evening. That's all I got, guys. Don't forget to call in. Let me know your thoughts. Let me know your testimonies. Let me know what God is doing for you. Until next time, this is Brother Rembrandt. Jesus loves you, and I love you, too. All right, all right, all right, everybody. That's all we got for today. We pray you truly enjoyed the show. This is Brother Rembert signing off. Please remember, if you want to subscribe to us, please subscribe to the website at www.jasonrembrandministries.weebly.com. You can like us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Brother Rembert. Twitter at Brother Rembert. We pray God's blessings upon you. Until next time, stay blessed.